is a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. DJs and MC. This DJ, he gets it out. Listen to this jockey's introduction to two DJs and a mic with your host, DJ Mike. Is that a timetable? And DJ JP. Well, get on it. It's your time. Give me the mic. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to good another morning. edition. I mean, just to, to good afternoon. Sounds uh, like morning to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Welcome to another edition of DJ Mike, day two in Boston at the Harvest of Sound. Uh, man, we're so blessed to have another great person in the industry. Yeah. Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Josh Staley from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, oh. Been DJing since 2015. And uh, yeah, run a, a multi-op, a couple multi-ops, and uh, love what I do, man. Weddings are weddings are so much fun, and uh, I also love still getting out there on the decks myself, you know. Oh, so you don't get on the decks that often anymore? Uh, I used to do, believe it or not, 2021. I peaked at 95 events in a year, <laughs> and it almost killed my marriage. It almost killed me. And I was like, you know what? I have a family now. I have two kids. So yeah, I, I, I got to cut back to like 30. Okay. And so, so raise my you, prices and went that direction. Can you dive a little bit more deeper on how it almost killed you? Yeah. And, and from that, what made you pivot? Yeah. Uh, so it almost killed me just physically. I mean, doing three events a weekend. And, and granted, just like a lot of us were catching up from COVID you know, uh, trying to get those reschedules in while still maintaining the ability to book new dates, uh, that just taxes you. And it got to the point where like I was doing weddings and I would wake up the next day and I know I did a wedding the day before, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. Like my brain had just like wiped it and moved on. So like, I know I did a ton of weddings in 21, but I couldn't really tell you who the couples were. Um, I know the weddings went well, mm -hmm. but like I, don't remember a lot of details about them just because my brain was in survival protection mode. And then on top of that, running a company that is also at that stress Dealing point and you're supporting that, you know, uh, it just meant that I was at the office, you know, 10, 12 hours a day. And then I was gone on weekend and Jeez. my wife was like, I don't see you anymore. And she's a wedding professional. Like she gets it, mm -hmm. but like still, you know, it's priorities different. in life, you know, I just, I had misprioritized and I done this a lot and I keep learning and, you know, redirecting, but, I keep trying to put my business first and my family suffers. And so like, I have to keep being very intentional about putting my family first. That's one of the toughest things in this business to yeah. do too, is uh, try to be well-rounded or get balance. Right. And it's very tough because you can get sucked in quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you love it, it's- Yeah, I'm you just saying, you know, you don't 95, see it, just think about that. Well, 95, I'll probably do that. I know, but I'm just saying it's so I'm easy. I'm probably still doing that. When, uh, who was that that said yesterday? Uh, when the phone rings, that means money or something. Yeah, that yeah. Yeah. Mike, so Mike, that, Mike yeah. When that phone rings or you get that email, you know, from that inquiry, it's like uh, ching ching. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard to say no. Yeah. So, so what uh, made you go in the route of becoming a multi-op? 
Yeah. Uh, so yes. first year, right? I'm just out on thumbtack.com because I, I was going to do a friend's wedding. So kind of my story is right. I had a bad DJ at my wedding mm. and I was like, if that guy can do this, I can do it better. I had some really good friends married the next year getting married. And I said, Hey, let me be your wedding DJ. I'll find equipment. I'll do what I need to do. I'll be there. I'll make it awesome. And they thought about it. And they're like, you know what? Free DJ sounds great. And I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't say free. Hold on. Uh, but I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna roll with it. So I started looking at equipment and, you know, being a musician, I'd always love sound gear, like mm -hmm. man, speakers, mixers, all that stuff. Like, this is amazing. So I, I, I went to my wife and I was like, honey, I think I have the opportunity here to make some really good money. I'm going to buy some equipment. She goes, whatever you do, don't you dare buy equipment. You can rent it. You can do whatever you need to do. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So I went out and bought equipment. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I had to find a way to pay for it, right? Because she was pissed. So I, uh, I put myself on thumbtack.com and like 300 bucks, right? Yeah. yeah. And I thought, man, this is amazing. Great. People are going to pay me $300 to DJ their wedding with my crappy gear that I bought off a of seismic audio. You know what I mean? So like uh, I did that and like I started getting booked really fast. And like yeah. sight unseen, you know, exactly, but I didn't know. I thought, man, these people think I'm awesome. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I had no idea. Uh, so it came to a point where people were asking for dates I was already booked. And I was like, you know what? I could now that I've been doing these jobs, I could afford to buy another set of gear, maybe even two. And I got all these buddies that I just went to college with who are musicians as well, still in the area. And I was like, they could do this too. And like, we're at this point, we're just playing on Spotify. Spotify yeah. and mics is what we had. You know wow. what I mean? And uh, yeah, we thought we were really cool. And uh, we had the auto fade on, you know what I mean? Like when you went, hit the next song, it'd be like 10 second fade into the next song on Spotify. We were like, oh, let's go. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's how I became a multi-op. I just said, hey, you guys want to make a hundred bucks on a Saturday? Yeah, let's do it. You know, and they thought that was great mugs, great money. So I have to ask what, convicted you or what say, okay, I got to learn how to be a real DJ. Yeah. So, uh, going to mobile beat in 2018, like I, I, my grandpa was a realtor and he always went to all the industry stuff. Oh wow! And so I knew that and I was like, wait, there's probably industry stuff for, and I really look up to him. So like, there's probably industry stuff for DJs. Okay. And so mobile beat popped up first. I went there and I saw what everybody was doing. Like I saw Marcello showing off his gear. I saw, you know, yeah, Janai, Nate Nelson, I met him, DJ Dana, who was in my market. And I was like, man, these guys are amazing. Is Dana the one that uh, he spoke at with NBA? I mean, uh, so I Dana's a she. She. Yeah. Okay, Dana. I'm trying to think there's another guy in your market, too, that's uh, got a pretty good size company. Byron? Buckeye Entertainment? He has a, it might, I'm not sure, but he spoke at one of the mobile beats. He did, yeah, that's Byron. Okay, yeah. yeah. He, he was doing good. Yeah. So that convicted you, and then you said, I'm going back home to learn and how to and become a, a real, a real DJ. Yeah, well, and then I heard somebody in line talk about DMS, right? Direct Music Service, the record mm -hmm. pool. Mm -hmm. And I had, growing up, listened to the radio every Friday night at the live mix from the club. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. And right. I was like, how are those guys doing that with the song? Like, how are they making them different? Like, mm -hmm. that's crazy. And then when I found DMS, like, the pieces clicked together, and all the time I had spent studying those mixes – without even really knowing it that I was studying those mixes, like it all clicked in. And so like, I almost already knew how to beat match just when I was able to connect like the eight you're, bar you're in. Musician, yeah. yeah. Eight bar out. So let me ask you this. And then somebody taught me how to flip the lows and it was like, <laughs> you know, 
And then stems. So how long did it take? How long do you think it took you to learn? Yeah, I mean, not to brag, but like I went to Mobile Beat in 20, it's 2017 or 2018. I can't remember which uh-huh. one was my first one. Um, but the next year I was already a featured DJ on the, the expo floor. Okay. Wow, so, you dove in. Like I came, I came on quick. Yeah, you did. You yeah. dove in. Uh, wow. So, so with that said, when did you discover that you needed to learn how to mix? And from going from the auto fade. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Byron. Mm-hmm. So his company is was probably our largest competition for a good while. And their company model, at least what it was back then, I'm not sure what they're doing now. I don't pay that close of attention. But like what they were doing back then is they were just doing like Spotify, just like we were. Uh-huh. And I knew that if I was going to make money and like take over the market, I had to separate myself. Mm-hmm. And so we did that with aesthetic, you know, buying stuff, buying the best gear, stuff that looked really nice. Uh, and I always went first. So like, I was always, you know, I would always like learn to mix, get the cool setup and then be like, Hey guys, you should probably get this too. Cause like, it's really working out for me. I'm making a lot more money. You want to make money too. Is that kind of thing. Uh, but we knew we had to differentiate ourselves from our competition. And so no, nobody was mixing in our market. So we were like, let's yeah, go. Your buddy bragged on stage about not doing it. Right. Yeah. And we're, and I was like, for real. Yep. It doesn't matter. I don't do it. I'm still making a meal. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But I mean, whatever's working for you. I'm not gonna knock anybody, you know. But so. I think I think you can say that whatever's working for you, but like how how much longevity does it have? Is he still doing as well as he was? I don't know. I, I don't have access well, to their thing. Well, but like, I'm saying, but is, is he still like do people ask you or do y'all get compared? You know, are you seeing him in the market? We don't, we're not really direct competition because like we're in two massively different price points. Like they've just, I think, come up to maybe twelve or fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, okay, so it's the price point. Right. But I mean, my lowest guys go out for nineteen ninety nine. Okay. So like it's I know, I kind of wobbling watching apples and oranges. I was showing Mike your website. Yes, I yeah. said this guy has one of the most awesome websites I ever yeah. seen. I love all the, the great videos, the interaction and just the awesome setup and like how you explain between the different layers, the legendary and all of that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'll try to be a student of the game, try to follow and learn things. I still haven't went to the tier yet. Oh, yeah? We still haven't done it, but um, it, it may come next year. I might do it next year. But yeah, Anytime you can incorporate three packages, no matter what it is, anytime you can get three packages, Allen Berg, we'll talk about that all day yeah. long. He was convicted by old Allen at, uh, when we went to uh, Marquis. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'll get you, man. He's like a preacher for DJs. Just like, hey, <laughs> hey, man, bro, I believe, I believe, Alan. So, how are things with the multi opera? Y'all gonna do any classes anytime soon, or y'all just letting it go for a while because both of y'all got newborns? Well, that's part of it. Um, multi mastermind is definitely coming back. We're already planning it. Uh, right now, though, David has launched uh, the million dollar multi op or. Million dollar multi. Yeah, his, we were on his podcast. Yeah, to it I always forget the name. He's, he's been it's on me a, about the name. Uh, multi-million dollar opera, multi-million something like that. Million dollar, million dollar. Yeah, yeah. type that into Google. You'll, yeah, find yeah, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is. Um, but he's advertising everywhere, and it's doing. It's really good. And here's a short and sweet, like twenty minutes. Me and Mike, we get long-winded. Yeah. We go hours with an hour with people, but we like to dig in and ask good questions and. Just, I mean, just dive in and try to let you freely talk about anything you want to say. And 
Yeah. Just ask. Um, I used to produce an hour-long radio show, so like I'm I'm here for it, man. Like I like the long format. Like you can go deeper and get well, more content. I think you know some people say that short is sweet, and you know, and I know in today's time, people are you know have these microwave mentalities. Yeah. Well, but sweets think, aren't good for you, so yeah. You know, and, and I just think if the information is good, people will listen. Yeah. You know, if you can sit down and watch a three-hour avatar movie right you know you'll sit down it's just a matter of, uh, of does this you know interest you yeah and for those that are interested in learning something different and, and seeing how people you know succeed and how they see things they'll listen absolutely you know every crowd is not for everybody you you've experienced that with your business mm -hmm. yeah you know which has led you well i really don't worry about them we're over here. Yeah, that was pretty deep. You know, quick and, and deep. Weather. The reason we're over here is how we've invested mm -hmm. and made ourselves different. So I applaud you for that because you you have done something that many still don't know they need to do. And that's find a better way to do something and separate yourself. Yeah. Even with your hair, I said, man, I love that because it just. <laughs> You know, if you, if, like in the room, and I can spot you out. Yeah. There's Josh. So when people are looking for that from a marketing standpoint, those are the type, type of things that they gravitate to. Mm -hmm. So I like it. So are you using your buddy's uh, program to train your DJs? Uh, Blueprint? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We were one of the early adopters of Blueprint. It's it's, it's amazing. It's, it is. Oh, it's it, nice. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it, did a great it goes job. deep, man. Do I, you guys use it? Yeah, I, uh, we got it right after the first multi awesome. uh, master class. Yeah. So we did it for a year with our DJs, and uh, some of them went all the way through. Still trying to figure. I, I ask you that. So how do you how did you create the culture you have? Are your guys bought in? They with you for good? Uh, Y'all have a family type atmosphere, or how does that work with uh, uh, Josh Staley Productions? Yeah, just being transparent, and honest, like we are, we are working towards that. So there, you know, there was the years of we're growing so quick and we're adding so many people that like no one stopped and took stock because we were all just like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's grow, let's build, let's grind. Um, and so I'd say the guys that have been with me the longest, they're the guys that um, I know mm -hmm. I have their back, they have my back, uh, but there's still like kind of a disconnect when it comes to like, hey, let's get together and grab a beer as a team like that's still kind of a tough thing to do but if i'm like hey let's get together and have a light training course they're like all about it wow um even, i know it's weird better then. that's kind of you but you know what that means <laughs> that means they're invested in the business exactly and they know what it means i mean okay i don't want to bs with you but i want to learn with you and get better yeah. at the business aspect that i wish well, i had that i'm just saying it i think mine it's was like a love because you know you're trying to, it seems to even be stronger than what you are by building that personal yeah. connection. But they're but it's building, like, hey, they building it on a different yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, I like this money. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of like we, we stay in this lane. You know uh, what I mean? Like we, anything DJ related, let's talk about it. If it gets into like personal stuff, we're just not quite there yet with the JSP team. Now the turnup team, this is where it's it's crazy. This is, this is the budget brand, the multi-app, the minor league baseball team that feeds oh, into yeah. my company they are incredibly close to each other and they are totally bought into the company and what the company's doing. And when I bring them up to JSP, it's different altogether because they're, they're like, so this is amazing. I love the whole thing. Cause they've been in it from the beginning. 
Uh-huh. Whereas the other guys, they've been through the, the peaks and the valleys of the growth. Mm. So got a question, two part question. Okay. First one, you, you said, you know, the turnip team that feeds your other company. Right. So how does that work and why did you do that? Well, typically we present them for human sacrifice and then Josh Daly Productions devours. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no. So uh, if a DJ has little to no experience or they've DJed in their room a little bit, you know, that kind of thing, like mm. we want them to start at turn up and that's where the blueprint is hot and heavy. Like they, they go through our onboarding, they go through assistant training so they can go out with our DJs and not, you know, be a problem or embarrassing. Uh, and then they start working through the, the modules under the oversight of Vince, who's one of our, our DJs who's fantastic. He kind of guides them through the process on Blueprint, can see exactly where they are in the process. And we have the whole process mapped out. Mm-hmm. So like from start to finish, this is what you're going through to become a DJ. So how turn long up. is that for y'all? Six months, three months? Six months, yeah. Okay. Just generally within six months, we can have a DJ from nothing to going out for turn up and rocking it. Now turn up, you don't have to live mix. Uh, we want them to, we teach them that, but like, it's not a requirement right off the bat. We teach them really good programming because programming, as you guys know, is, you know, 75% of the battle, whereas mixing is the icing on top. If you can yeah, do that. Yeah. Uh, so we teach them that. And then, uh, yeah, within six months, they're out making money, uh, for the company, making money for themselves and do growing you do two man teams or you do one man. one man. Yeah. We, we often send assistance, especially if there's like a bunch of add-ons, like, you know, uh, uplighting, cloud cannon, all that stuff like that. That's hard to do on yourself. From your, I mean, I know your setup, uh, the totems, the movers, and all that. So, what is your lower levels guys taking out? Yeah, so they're taking out a more basic, like, uh, we always do an external mixer. Mm-hmm. So, they, they have an Allen Heath or something like that to turn knobs on. Um, of all 50s, you know, mm-hmm. just because yeah. they're great, you can just buy them and use them everywhere. It's great. <laughs> Are you providing them with equipment? Yeah, or they have. So, so your, the wife only thing we, your wife doesn't fuss about the purchase. Well, she doesn't anymore because you know she she gets to go shopping on the money we make. So she's like, that's fine. Don't worry about that it. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very familiar. <laughs> go buy some more speakers. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, my wife don't say that part. Just where's the money? The the best day was when I separated the bank accounts and I was like, Josh Daily Productions has its own bank account, its own expenditures, <laughs> and she didn't see that coming out of the personal card anymore. And she was like, okay, this is fine. There and she, now she's seeing the paychecks. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, but yeah, so I, I buy everything and it's, it's just a very basic setup. Like we, we give them two mics, uh, when the officiant says, do you have a lob for me during the ceremony? Nope. <laughs> like it's, it's basic. Oh, wow. And it's, it's because like, That's I to don't try to teach them a, to get them up to another tier. Yeah. Well, and, and so like if the client asks you that in the beginning process, do you say, no, you have to move to a different tier to get a lava leader? Uh, we just tell them we don't provide it. Uh, but we, we say we have we have a handheld. So you do give them Yeah, we'll do the handheld on mic stand all day long. So do they have two setups, a little small speaker? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, so they got a ceremony, a cocktail, and so a reception. What, really, what is the reason behind that? Uh, just because I want to set them up for success. And when you start messing with a lav, that's an omnidirectional microphone, feedback prone, real easy. And so if they don't know how to EQ that out correctly, and we're giving them an analog mixer, so they have bass, mid, treble. Okay. I mean... I don't know if you guys have tried to do an omnidirectional mic with bass, mid, treble. It doesn't work out super great, which is why churches sound, sounded terrible for like the entire 90s. It's hard. Um, yeah. yeah. So now that we have digital mixers, like I can notch whatever I want out. And it's amazing. Yeah, it sounds great. Pull it out. Look what the feedback is. Yep. Pull that 28 hertz out. Or right. I, I got a compressor. Yeah. I got, yeah, everything. 
Um, so your, your other guys, they have that, or they've been trained on that? Yeah, at, at JSP. Yeah, okay. so that's that's the thing we moved to is we do head warns. Uh, uh -huh. They're still Omni, but just those. better. You hate those? Sure, Twinplex. Okay, so I use sure Twinplex. 83s. Okay. And mine get all three people. Yeah. So I don't have to put... I'm, I guess I've just been doing it so long, so I'm so You're used comfortable. to it. Yeah, I'm comfortable with that microphone. Right. Somebody went Sennheiser on me one time. I'm like, man, what do you use Sennheiser? No, I'm sure. Okay. Because I was almost like, okay. Are you sure? We're gonna, yeah, we're right. Gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm sure. We're going to throw it into the trash. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to... But you're right. I'm comfortable. Yeah. I, I Until Sennheiser pays me to do otherwise, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying they all, you know, it's, it's just a matter of does it fit. Yeah, because if I work with it right. for a while, I'd probably like it. But yeah. since I'm... I was like, no, I don't like these. I, I did a party with one of my Spanish DJs, and he, I was like, man, I don't even know how to turn this goddamn thing on. It's too many steps. <laughs> He's like, Jeff, come on, man, you can do it. I, so I was like, okay, Jose. So, but you know, it just, I'm like, where's your sure? Where's I'm your sure? I'm setting my wage. My name <laughs> uh, is Jeff, and I'm setting my wage. So check this out. You know what I did? For right. now, whenever I do something with it, what do I do? Walking with my own mic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 got the suitcase. <laughs> You're like, where you going with that? I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm just don't, don't worry about have no it. problem. Yeah, you can leave no that over there. No speaking problems. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. But that's good, man. It's really cool to see how far you've come. And, uh, I think there's a lot of truth, though, in what you're saying. Like, when you get it comfortable with equipment and oh, you yeah, can make oh, it yeah. sound good, why change it? Why change it? Oh, Again, if it's, not, for, yeah. if it's not broke. Don't fix it. Yeah. However, like, so, you know, uh, if it was a giant fuzzy microphone, you yeah, know, you that like, looked kind of gaudy and then, like, everything got real slimline, then I'd be like, yeah, you should change. So you're an Evolve guy. Yesterday's shootout, what did you think? Did Man, so I, I'm actually not an Evolve guy. Like, okay, I, well, I like them, especially for my team, because I, I have a lot of females on the team. Uh, and so, like, them being able – and, you know, nothing – not being sexist, but, no, like, no, no, no. Well, the ability for like them that. to – And don't take it like that. He didn't mean it like that. What he meant is Quit he's it. taking care of his people. Right. giving them the right equipment so they don't break yeah, it. Because my wife was having a little QSC-12 before right. I went to So, you know, I, I totally Same. get it. Yeah. Not sexist at all. Right. But so what are you, though? What do you really like? Man, so I love the Maui 44 G2s. Oh, God. I think. Who in here, just like the LD 44s, who don't, who don't like them? Right. They're, well, who wants to? So, so out of the shootout, let's get back to Yeah, go back yeah. to the shootout. Out so, of the, yeah. shootout. The, All right. what, the small line arrays, what, what did you think? Uh, small line arrays, I love the Evolve 30 m Okay. Uh, the preamps in that are fantastic. Like, my, we can go straight into that at a ceremony, run it off the app. And it sounds great. Okay. So that's that's what my guys are doing. They've been doing that for two years now. Uh, we we go real simple. We just do a line out from the laptop, mm -hmm. and then we have a mic rack with two mics straight into the Evolve 30M. Good to go. I I do a more uh, elaborate setup than that for me, but they've I always give them stuff, and then I wait for complaints, and I haven't gotten any. Everybody's okay. like, "This is working. This is great." So did anything in the shootout surprise you? Uh, the RCF. Uh, I think it's the I forget the top speaker, but it's their their slim column, uh -huh. um, not the J mix, but the the one that was on the, top of the uh, sub. I think it's like an NL twenty four or something like that. Yeah. I forget the model, but oh, that was a, that's it was in the first group. That uh, you talking about the small line arrays? Yeah, well, column array. No, no, no. So the J eight was in with the Evolve thirty, right? Uh -huh. I'm talking about when they did the speakers. So they did okay. like the big yeah. EV those, with the sub. Those RCF, that little cabinet. Yeah, and so I have its little brother. I have the IG four Ts from DB Tech. Right. Coming at you with a with a mini assault weapon. That yeah. Thing is, and that but see, I love assault weapons. Like I'm very much with Fernando. I think his name was the guy yeah. that talked about sound. Tony. Uh -huh. Yeah, Tony. 
Oh, it's Tony. Yeah. Um, his, what he said, you can, you can, you can't turn up what you don't have, but if you bring too much, you can always turn it down. I'm yeah. so my main rig is two 21 inch DOS audio subs. Oh wow! And then I use the two Ver, our Vantech tops, uh, which are they're not line arrays. They're um, uh, I totally just forgot the, the term, but it's basically just a, a point source speaker turned on its side, mm -hmm. and those things pound. Yeah, I mean they can do 146 dB peak. Like I mean. They can mess a room up if wow. if it left. So that's my big system. Like when I go into a big venue, I'm pulling that out because I'm like I'm only really gonna DJ till 2025. Like and then I'm I'm dipping out just you to run the company. I do. So I do. are you selling it or are you just? No, I'm just gonna it? run it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I love weddings. I love what I do, but like I want to yeah, go out on top. Go out top because I'm dipping in 25 too. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's do it together. To oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I didn't say that. Can I'm I come right. too? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so what is one gem you would leave us with uh, from the job Staley world? I mean, oh, what is man. something you would share? With, or oh, I used to love to ask that question. Just give us a gem and then I'm going to ask my other question. Okay. Uh, my gem would be if you are working hard to make sure that your product is exemplary and you're delivering the best of the best that you can deliver, you should not be afraid to charge what you're worth. And I know a lot of people say that, but there's a, there's a caveat there. This is a very practical pricing tip. Never price yourself in the, the one, two, threes, or fours of a thousand price point. So if you're going to move from $29.99, you need to move up to $34.99 because in people's minds, that's $3,500. But there's a no man's land in the gap there. So like a lot of people move from $29.99 to $31.99. And they stop getting bookings because now they've crossed that $3,000 threshold. And same thing with $4,000, $5,000, whatever threshold it is, wow. there's a no man's land in those bottom numbers. You do never, you never want to price so yourself there. 35 is bad or 36 is bad? No, no, you're good there. Anything you're good there because you're, it's on the upper end. Right. Because you're thinking 35. It's like sevens kind of make you think backwards instead of four. It's a tricky. It's, it's like if you're looking at two packs of cookies at the supermarket. Right, and one is one is two ninety nine, and one is three nineteen. Mm -hmm. Scientifically, you are way more likely to buy the two ninety nine yeah, one, not because it's like cheaper. Exactly, yeah. I got it. Whereas if it's three sixty nine, now they're in two different categories in your brain. Yeah. This yeah. one is you a higher. This is a higher quality cookie at three sixty nine oh, for no reason good. other than it's, it's a hot fresh gym right there. Yeah. Now, and I haven't asked this anybody since we've been, but I want to ask you this one. You're still young, but. Is there anything young Josh would do to change his trajectory from where he is now to have gone quicker? Or do you think there's some things you could have did different? I, I think the one thing I could have done differently, and this this is just going to point you to Menopods, Matt Raticelli, is <laughs> like knowing knowing my numbers, having data for why I did what I did. Because I've always been a gut-driven guy. Like uh -huh. I have feelings about things, and I follow my feelings, and it works out. That's wow. how it works. Okay. But what happens is that's really easy for you. But the people that are coming behind you that you're leading, uh -huh. they don't have Different. the reasoning, yeah. right? They don't have that gut feeling. So they're just following they you blindly. It's your dream. Exactly. And yeah. so if I would have taken time to stop, get data, and really well explain why we were moving this direction. Well, would you have told them all the inside? Not necessarily all of it, but like I would have done enough to get buy-in instead okay. of just like, hey, follow me. So do they buy in now? Yes, because I, I take that tack now. Okay. And so even if they disagree with my decision – they they typically will go with me so what's a controversial move you had to make yeah so this is a big one uh and it just happened 
so we have a thing in our company. It's a sliding scale. Our guys can buy gear. And if they buy gear, they get more money. Okay. So I set up that system totally on gut feeling, right? So that tier starts at $800. Okay. If they own, and it, to, to get the 800, they have to own their booth. So we, we ask for a command center or a toad. And then they have to own their mixer and a laptop. That gets them $800 a wedding. Okay. If they then buy speakers, like the whole rig that we provide them, right? They can make $1,500 a wedding. Okay. Which sounds great, right? What you're saying, if they don't own it, what do they make? They make 800. Okay, so if you own nothing, you make 800. Yeah. But if you get all your own stuff, it's 15. Right. It slides up. Exactly. Slides so if you got your mix, it maybe it's a thousand. Exactly. Okay, get yep. your own speakers. It's a slice got to get them to own but their you own tell gear. tell them they have to have a certain look or brand, right? Right. We have so very. You gotta, or you got to have a, a bond or. It's very clearly defined. Books, uh, Pro X or Danny Max. Right. Okay. But, uh, one of the things I was running into is my full time staff who I, I put on basically how I, I work their salaries is I, I say, okay, you're going to do 50 events a year based on the rate, the tier that you're at. Here's what you would make for that. Then here's, I'm guesstimating your F, F office time is going to be, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to put that in your salary. So now I'm guaranteeing that they can now work full time as a DJ for me because I'm paying them throughout the year. Okay. Uh, I did not let them buy their own gear though, because I was one of them to be my flagship DJs. And so I wanted to supply the gear and have them have the best of the best, everything. Um, but what they started to realize is if they bought their own gear, they could make more money. And but I was holding them back. Day. Right. But before I, before I allowed them to do that, I had to go back and reevaluate that system because now if I'm opening it up to, excuse me, the majority of our DJs, it's going to hurt. I had to go through it with Matt and Matt's like, Josh, you are, you are actually losing money on this deal. If all of your DJs are buying at that $1,500 price point. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So we had to go back and rework the system. We had to drop the numbers down. And I had to tell my team, like, listen, I have held you back from buying gear this whole time. I'm still going to grandfather these DJs that are already in that system in because uh -huh. that's the right thing to do. Yeah. But, like, I can't let you into that system because it's going to hurt the company. Oh, wow. And so. How did that go? Uh, so far, they've, they've taken it well. I mean, they're not happy about it, obviously. But, like, it's not. It hasn't been a how dare you knock down drag out it's just been a, oh man that that kind of sucks and i'm like i know yeah, it sucks but you got the, hopefully they can understand it's for the longevity exactly and that's what we yeah. talked about it's like yeah. this is for your job too yeah, yeah. and if they yeah. want to continue to stay with the company right now if they're trying to do a solo gig then it really doesn't happen because right. they don't understand insurance speakers. i know but yeah you're biting the hand that yeah, yeah maintenance costs i mean they yeah. could understand it but it's a lot that goes into running it I, I love it, DJ Scott. Hey man, uh, I'm doing it on my own. I don't have no insurance. Why are you calling me? Yeah. You know, uh, you work for me. When you work for me, you have insurance, but you're not working for me. So why are you calling me? But it's it's just yeah, they don't understand it. They, oh, I see why you do this and do that now. All right. Yep. So, but we're gonna thank uh, Josh for coming on because we got two other guests walking in the room. And man, uh, again, this young and man, they're way this, better than me. So we need to young, cut this. Young no, genius, but right? you're proving, yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> proving that if you put in the work, it works. Yeah. yeah. So you know, five years uh, and you getting to the point to where you're at. Some people have been doing this for twenty years and they're still not. Yeah. So you're proving that if you work the system in the right way. That it works absolutely so, so you have a no business excuse. mind yeah and that's that's yeah, but there's no, there's no excuse, no excuse. Yeah. yeah you know and if it's something that you can't do don't do it yeah, yeah. 
Guys, it was an honor being on the podcast. Yeah, oh, it was thank great, you, man. Thank you for thank uh, you. Uh, running me down. And, hey, Jeff. Yeah. Your, Jeff, when are we going to do the podcast? Man, Let's I'm, go. Come I'm on. trying to have a, a company meeting this morning. Yeah. And I'm Mike, like, where you at? I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying, <laughs> trying to put out fire. But if it wasn't his company, uh, he would have been here <laughs> and he wouldn't have been alive. It would have just been a, a stuffed dog. <laughs> 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 I just think it's cool that Samuel L. Jackson's still willing to do podcasts. Like oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah, so famous. I know. Yeah. I remember y'all saying that on the thing. Yeah. Good thing he's not cussing. But thank you again. Mike, take us out, man. Uh, Give us our thing. Give us our thing.